0: Hello and welcome to Light Body Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Lara May. In today's episode, we had a few technical challenges, so we got creative with the editing. I think it turned out just fine, and I'm sure you'll enjoy today's episode. Our guest today is Kristen Santamaria. She is a root cause protocol consultant and nutritional therapy practitioner, owner of Kristen L Wellness, where she helps couples get to the root cause of imbalances and navigate fertility struggles. After practicing law at a prestigious international law firm for nearly nine years, she fell in love with the world of functional nutrition and wellness after going through a heartbreaking fertility journey herself. Kristen is also a co-creator of Dotted Lines Co. with Kelly Bub smith a company that brings professional and cost-efficient legal education and contract templates to health and wellness entrepreneurs to help them have peace of mind and feel confident growing their business. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Thanks so much for having me, Laura. I appreciate it. Looking forward to speaking with you. Yeah, so tell us um, sort of how you grew from this lawyer into, um, you know, wellness and fertility expert. What was that journey like?
1: Yeah, so definitely a bit of a bumpy journey, I would say, and not one I ever expected myself to be on but i can definitely say that i found my passion in health and wellness and serving others in that way so um you know like you mentioned i was a attorney kind of in my first career worked in business law at a large law firm and kind of my journey into health and wellness started with my husband and i were trying to have our second baby um so we ran into just really unexpected roadblocks we had Um, a very, you know, healthy pregnancy of my first daughter, and ran into recurrent miscarriages, and just a really difficult time conceiving as well. Um, So, you know, like so many, so many in the kind of conventional world, after a year of going through that experience, we ended up working with a reproductive endocrinologist, and doing fertility treatments. Um, And unfortunately, that, you know, did not work out Well, for us, we had two additional miscarriages while working with them, Um, and the second one resulted in a partial molar pregnancy, which um, basically is a pregnancy in which, you know, the baby is not viable, but due to chromosomal issues, there can be overgrowth in tissue um, that can lead to cancer. So generally, they require you to do a very extended period of time off prior to conceive after That, you know, those types of miscarriages, which at the time I would say I was a very type A person and, you know, thinking about taking time off to from our fertility journey was like completely earth shattering to me. So, you know, being the being the go getter person that I that I am, I was I was like, well, I'm going to figure this out for myself. You know, I'm generally a healthy person. So is my husband, you know, what could possibly be causing this? Um, So I started to really just take control of my own health for the first time in my life, which was a completely, you know, world changing experience in its own. But I ended up just devouring book after book on women's health and physiology and nutrition and just really quickly fell in love with it. Um, I was just so fascinated to learn more about how little symptoms and little health, health issues that I've been dealing with my whole life were actually connected. And not only that, they, you know, there was things I could do to improve it. Um, so I just kind of started on my own, you know, took various small courses in uh, nutrition and from other nutritionists out there. Um, and just started implementing changes into both my health and wellness routine and my husband's, um, and really quickly saw things like, you know, fatigue I had dealt with my whole life, um, really improved digestive issues, skin issues. My cycle became like textbook perfect. Um, my husband was able to reverse his autoimmune condition that he had dealt with for, um, over 10 years. So, at that time, I was just completely captivated by health and wellness and just could really not learn more about it. And so, I decided to go through training at the Nutritional Therapy Association. Um, also went through training at the Root Call Protocol Institute. And that's all while working at the law firm and raising my then two and a half year old during the pandemic. Um, so, it was a really busy time, but I um, just loved what I learned so much and just really decided that I wanted to shift my career focus from um, the law to nutrition and helping other couples that are going through similar fertility journeys really just take back control and, of their health and put them in the driver's seat of their health. And um, it's really you know, just a beautiful thing to work with people in that time period because not only can it improve their health for the rest of their life, but also the health of their future children. So it's just a huge honor to work with people in that period of life. Um, my husband and I actually just had our second little baby um, five months ago. So she's, she was, you know, perfectly healthy, wonderful pregnancy, conceived very easily, um, all of that. So just You know, miracle and just something I'm so thankful for. But also, when I, you know, decided to pursue my nutritional therapy career, I realized really quickly from talking with my mentors and other colleagues that so many people really needed help also in implementing, um, you know, legal contracts and learning about what they needed to do from a legal perspective. In terms of helping, you know, getting their health and wellness business off on the right foot and really having that peace of mind to serve their ideal clients and grow their business with confidence. So, I, my longtime best friend since the first grade is also an attorney. So, I reached out to her and was like, hey, I think we really, um, you know, there's a huge need in this area. We should try to help people. Um, through legal education and contract templates. So we created dotted lines to do that. And we mostly serve health and wellness professionals, but also other online coaches like mindset coaching, life coaching, and um, really have just been so thankful to run that business with her, but very much encouraged by, you know, hearing back from our customers, how empowered they feel in their business now. And just having that peace of mind is, is so great to hear. So that's my story, probably a little bit different than most in terms of, uh, you know, later in life career change. But, um, you know, I think it's definitely the path I was meant to be on.
0: I'm so happy that you took us through that journey. Um, You know, everyone has a different path of getting to work. So I'm. It's really valuable. To get, um, you know, to where our you know, sold our higher selves want us to be doing our service work, our soul work, so to speak. So um, I really appreciate you um, talking about it. It I, doesn't sound like it was at all easy, but very enlightening and lots of growth. If you don't mind, can we dig a little bit deeper into what you've discovered both about your own health and your husband? I love that you said that he was able to resolve an autoimmune condition. Also, did he know that he had one before and sorry, I'm just gonna throw a culmination of questions at you, and I'm sure you'll you'll answer them all. <laughs> but um, so, not talked about enough in the fertility world is the importance of what both individuals bring to the table to fertilize that egg and to bring a baby to full, uh, you know, full conception and and development healthily. Um, so yeah, so those are my main things. Like what did you, you know, that was maybe at the, and then, you know, how did you guys work together?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, um, my husband had dealt with his autoimmune condition for about 15, 10 to 15 years before. Um, we, you know, started to dealing with all of these issues. So, um, you know, I think that, like you said, a huge missed factor in fertility journeys in couples, I think is the, you know, the emphasis just on the woman. And so, you know, a lot of times a sperm analysis will be done and it'll say, oh, everything comes back within range, which, you know, I think in the functional world, we know that the conventional ranges are still very, very far from optimal. Um, you know, I think even just mm-hmm. sperm count alone, you know, in the last 100 years has practically dropped in half um, from, you know, what what it used to be 100 years ago to um, kind of what the standard range is today so that's yeah it was a huge focus for me when i work with clients is to both work on the health of the female and and the male um counterpart but with my husband yeah he had dealt with this autoimmune condition for um 10 years and it was just a matter of us you know me working on my own health he was there to eat all the meals i was preparing for myself and um hear me you know talk about all the things that i was finding out And so it was really unexpected that he was able to also, you know, reverse this autoimmune condition. Um, He had a, he actually had ulcerative colitis and um, his doctor, you know, said, wow, I can't believe you have no inflammation, like no signs of this anymore um, from really simple for, you know, really simple nutrition changes um, really reducing stress on a physiological level, I think was crucial for him. Um, and then for, for me, you know, it was kind of, I think my whole life, I felt like I always ate healthy, quote unquote, I would eat, you know, lots of salads and, um, you know, but was really kind of haphazard with it and just didn't have a nutrient dense diet and also would go often, you know, I'd skip breakfast. I had a, you know, a little two and a half year old, I get busy, skip breakfast, just have coffee for breakfast or, you know, go work out before, you know, eating breakfast five hours later, go long periods without eating. And for females, especially, this can be super, super stressful for us on a physiological level, um, cause huge blood sugar swings, that can really affect the cycle. And egg quality is something that is hugely affected by um, blood sugar imbalances. So that's always something that I work with, you know, first and foremost with my clients is building, you know, nutrients, dense meals and snacks, but also focusing on teaching them how to control their blood sugar and how to monitor it themselves in terms of how they're feeling after meals. Do they get tired or cranky, you know, an hour and a half later, are they Mm -hmm. looking for more, you know, for sugary snacks or what are they craving Um, But that that had a huge impact, I think, on me and my husband was, you know, just basic things like eating breakfast, eating, sitting down and having a real breakfast within an hour of waking up, making sure it's balanced with, you know, protein, a carbohydrate and a fat. um, And then just really, you know, kind of shifting the mindset to, um, you know, being really intentional about what you're eating and not just kind of going about your day and being haphazard with I'm gonna have a little snack here or I'm gonna you know wait to have dinner till nine o'clock but realizing that your body is only gonna put out you know what you put in. If you treat it um, very haphazardly, likely your health may suffer. Um, and so for me, I think it was years and years and years of doing things like that and for um, you know, very, very stressful, job I was in at the time, and just not taking care of myself. So um, I don't know if that answers your question, but very high level, some basic things like Mm -hmm. that, I think can go a long way.
0: Yeah, no, I love that you brought that forward, especially the blood sugar management. Um, I think so many of us are on Management so much earlier than even pre diabetes shows up. And it's because of our high stress lives, our go, 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 our inconsistency. And even if you want to do intermittent fasting, you can still do that and have your three meals. If you're doing, you know, our eating window and six. That's still very doable and very healthy, um, but, you know, it's not for everyone. And it it doesn't, you know, like, and that's what I love about functional medicine is that it is truly bio-individual. It's unique. Each person, you know, we meet them where they are as practitioners and find out what is really going to help optimize them. And that's even something that I went through myself through my healing journey is Learning when my body was healthy enough to intermittent fast, versus when it really needed just a more consistent, like you said, nutrient dense, anti-inflammatory um, approach. And and these are and there's a reason I use the word approach because. In the- the word diet to really define what we're eating, just even that word carries with it such a connotation of something temporary, and I would really love to shift the whole perception of how we look at our food to instead of, well, this is temporary, and I'm only going to do it to reach this goal, mindset around it, then the word diet or that concept of temporary for a temporary, you know, means is sort of reshaped as well. You know, then we can say, oh, well, I'm yes, I'm doing this to get healthy, but then once I'm healthy, I'm going to stay that way by maintaining what I've just created for myself. So it becomes more of a lifestyle, a consistency, you know, of uh, this is how I live, this is how I eat every day. Instead of just, oh, I did keto for three months and I lost this weight and then, and then what, you know, (laughs) then you went back to eating crap. I don't know (laughs) because that's what a lot of people do. And and I think sometimes even through the challenges of fertility and then having kids um, that it can be challenging, I think, you know, even in that postpartum phase, because it is stressful to maintain and to keep that in front of mind that, oh, I created this healthy lifestyle for, you know, to conceive and have a healthy baby. But yes, you know, it's not, it's, it's about us, but it's also about them. And that, um, so like that intimate relationship between, what we eat, what we're creating for ourselves, the lifestyle, and how that's reflected throughout the rest of our lives.
1: Yeah, I really couldn't agree with that more. And I think that's, um, you know, kind of two, two things I'd say, you know, in response to that is, I think for me, not kind of caring for myself well after having my first baby, was a huge kind of trigger tipping point, I'd say in my own health was, you know, like you said, it's so energy intensive, nutrient, nutrient intensive to have a, you know, a healthy pregnancy, give birth, I breastfed for a year, I know so many women kind of go through that period of postpartum, and you don't think about the fact that your body just built an entire new human being, it fed it for an entire year after that, you know, in terms of if you're breastfeeding, um, breastfeeding is actually more nutrient demanding on the mom than um, pregnancy, which I think is really surprising for a lot of people. And so, um, you know, that's kind of that those two things combined, having a you know baby, breastfeeding, if you're able to, um, is really going to require you to put in a lot of intentional work into your nutrition afterwards. And I think a lot of moms, you know, go back into work really quickly. We are now, you know, juggling family life with work life, which in itself is exceedingly stressful. Um, and then we're kind of not focusing on our health even more. And so for me, that was a huge piece of the puzzle was kind of realizing that I needed to be now very intentional about what I eat because, um, you know, I'm not just, I'm not just me working and hang out with my husband. I've got another little baby here. I'm trying to manage, um, you know, working and raising her as best as I can. Um, and so I think, like you said, really building a Um, health and wellness routine that's sustainable for someone is so crucial. Um, I think it's also just a really interesting um, time to implement that is if you are going through a fertility journey to get your health kind of on track is such a gift because now you're going to be a better parent because you can nourish your children with more, you know, knowledge that you have now, you know, how to feed them, you know, how to help them regulate their own blood sugar. You know how to build nutrient dense meals. And then maybe you're someone like me who had dealt with the pretty small health issues their whole life that now are 90% improved. And now I get to show up more fully as a parent because my own health is better. Um, and so I think, yeah, I couldn't agree more with what you said, Laura, and that, it's, it's, you know, really building something that will work for you forever. And I very much do not believe that there is like a fertility diet you should be on. But, um, you know, it's something that I think is a true gift to be able to implement that into your own life before you get pregnant. Um, Having a better pregnancy because of it, having a healthier baby because of it um, can really be such a big gift and kind of shifting that perspective from, you know, I'm just going to do this for to get X result to I'm going to do this to live a healthier life, I think is just so important.
0: Yeah, I think we've all seen the result of what unintentional can bring, you know, I think, unintentional eating and just, you know, doing what either the media or, you know, honestly, even Western medicine tells us to obviously leads to, you know, in addition to our lifestyle, but a lot of it is food-based to, you know, more inflammation and and disease development. And so just the awareness and the intention of being intentional with what we're going to put in our bodies is such a huge shift and doing just a little bit of research. I mean, you know, some of, some of us like you and I, like we really like to do the deep dive. Um, But, you know, just, finding out, okay, where were these vegetables grown? What's the environment like there? Will they be nutrient dense? If not, like how do I find more nutrient dense foods? Can I buy local? Are there farmers that are doing really good things with the land wherever I live that I want to support, eat seasonally, support our bodies that way through seasonal eating? And when we shift that also, like you said, like it, it, it it definitely impacts our fertility journey, how we raise our kids, how we raise our families, but it also can, you know, have ripple effects throughout your own life. And, you know, I think all of us as parents, it's our responsibility to sort of, you know, take care of us first, put your own oxygen mask off first, because then once you are, you know, happy, fulfilled, you know, as stress free as possible, then you can show up for your kids, for your family, in such a deeper way, such a more present and meaningful way. And so I think it's so interesting, though, like how so much of this starts with being aware and making that decision of this is what I'm going to eat. I know, you know, and the reason why, what is your why behind doing it? And, you know, making the best of your local resources, I think, is really important, too. and then maybe if you live in a place where those aren't available, that's okay. We Luckily, we live in a time and a place where we can get almost anything drop shipped to the house. So, um, <laughs> And there's, you know, plenty of um, food resources out there for shipping too. I mean, and it doesn't have to be like the the meal. I mean, you can do some of the pre-prepared meals that are delivered to your house. But like I um, am a big fan of imperfect foods and that is a grocery surplus. They have both organic and non-organic, but um, it helps cut down on food waste overall. But then you can cure it your own box, you know, so you get to pick which vegetables, you know, are, if you're a meat eater, which meats and, you know, they, you can see where those things are sourced from. They will tell you. You know, were they local to your state, your country, or they are they from a different country, you know, all those good things. So um the information's out there. It's it's actually, you know, not that hard to find. And it doesn't have to be complicated or overwhelming.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I feel like it can be so overwhelming, I think, for people to think about, oh, I need to, you know, I'm gonna have to change everything I eat or everything I eat is going to have to be organic. And I think a lot of people can just kind of get in analysis paralysis with it and um, just Mm -hmm. get overwhelmed really quickly. So I love that, you know, like you said, it can really be, be doable be what you can, you know, what you were able to handle at that season in your life. Um, And then, like you said, you know, sometimes things like eating locally can kind of be like a new fun thing that you're pursuing. That's something that we've, you know, taken on the past couple of years is I live in Texas, so there is plentiful farms around mm-hmm. here, like small farms that um, we've gotten to visit. And you know, taking my my older daughter now to go go pick our own fruits and vegetables is just like a very fun and um, cool way for her to connect with her food. And um, so it can definitely be like a new fun thing that you're pursuing too. It doesn't, you know, it's not all hard work, I guess, to, to eat healthy and to feel like you're meeting your body's needs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, and this can even be extended, you know, beyond like the, the local fruit and veggie stands. Uh, you can even investigate maybe like doing, um, an animal share. So again, if you're a meat eater, you know, there. farmers will harvest their animals at certain times of the year and you can buy a whole animal or you can go in with another family and split an animal so that's also available I'm sure it's available um and then also the different types of um milk that are out there from animals. So like I personally am dairy-free and uh, I've done a lot of research into, you know, I don't think most humans really jive well with cow's milk. However, um, there's also goat and sheep product out there. Again, like, you know, fresh from the farm is, you know, the best way to, to source that uh, locally. Again, because you're getting all that wonderful, um, especially if you have a local allergies, seasonal allergies, getting these products from a local animal um, is great to help desensitize your system to any seasonal allergies you have. Uh, but, you know, like eggs from, you know, local chickens, cheese, milk products, goat or sheep milk, goat or sheep's cheese, um, even if you can get, you know, the unpasteurized dairy that has all the good um, you know, probiota in it and all that good stuff. It just helps us build such a rich microbiome. Um, I don't know about you, but I was a kid that was plagued with chronic ear infections and then sinus infections and looking back on it now. I think a lot of my healing journey was due to the all the amount of antibiotics I was on as a young kid and so I, I think it's really interesting now knowing what we know about the microbiome the impact of antibiotics but then also all the the tools that nature provides to really uh, create and support our immune system like we're we're intricately connected of course, I mean it sounds silly to say it out loud, but I think it's good to remind ourselves, and then all of you out there too, how interesting with this planet, with we connect when we disconnect ourselves. Like maybe if you were, you know, born by C-section, or if you're a woman that had a C-section, then also being intentional about making sure we're we're really helping that baby to um, really. Um, so what do you have to say about any of that? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I I love all that. And I think, like you said, the, you know, role of our gut microbiome, we're just finding more and more that it's connected to um, basically everything, right? Like, I think a new study even came out connecting it to endometriosis, you know, So things that we've kind of isolated to be purely hormonal issues, or, you know, it's only affecting this system of the body. Um, We're just finding out more and more. And I'm excited to see what we continue to, you know, find out in the next 10, 15 years. But I think that looking at the body as really a system um, as a whole is such a like revolutionary idea and in terms of Um, You know, for my own health, I think I always very much compartmentalized things thinking of, oh, my digestive issues really just impact my digestion, or that can no way be related to fertility issues I'm dealing with, or, um, you know, my fatigue, that's just, you know, that's just a kind of a strange symptom or strange thing I deal with, but um, really realizing what a foundational piece of health the gut microbiome is—you um, know—impacting everything from your ability to de- detoxify and activate your, you know, for your woman, your estrogen is really, really important. That your liver is functioning well, able to secrete, you know, get those hormones inactivated and out of your body quickly. Um, you know, it's just like a ripple effect, kind of like what you said—one little thing impacts everything. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's always a huge focus for me too, is just kind of improving gut health with my clients, trying to, you know, help them as we also have to realize you could be eating the most nutrient dense diet in the world. But if you're dealing with a lot of overgrowth, um, or if you were dealing with you know, intestinal permeability, your body is probably not going to be able to actually absorb and utilize all those nutrients and put them to work. So, I think that's, you know, another huge piece. I see a lot of people that are taking, you know, 10 10 to 15 different supplements and maybe working a little bit on their nutrition, but I think it's really a big mindset shift to think about you know, moving away from kind of the allopathic Mm -hmm. model where there's a pill that you can take, that's just going to magically fix you to kind of moving towards this more holistic picture of health and realizing that you need all of your systems, you know, functioning pretty well for your body to function well. And I think, you know, fertility is kind of one of those things that the body will put on the back burner because it is not essential to your survival, even though I know when I felt like when I was going through my fertility journey, it was felt essential to my survival that I was able to, um, you know, have another baby and to carry a healthy pregnancy. But you know, in times of physiological stress or severe emotional stress, your body is going to, you know, regulate things that Keep you going from day to day, and that's where we see a lot of hormonal issues come in. Is kind of that downstream effect, I guess, where you know maybe the maybe we need to work on liver gallbladder function, the gut health is not optimal. Um, you know, a lot of physiological stress, blood sugar swings, things like that. That really, once you can make those simple changes to put get those foundations in place, you can really see. Effect on you know hormones and cycle and sperm health. You know, sperm hate inflammation, (laughs) so trying to you know help the gut health is always first and foremost. But I think, like you said, too, Laura, it's a kind of a feeling of empowerment to think about. Um, you know, because I know for me it sounds like we had somewhat similar stories. I had recurrent you know sicknesses as a child and was on rounds and rounds and rounds of antibiotics. um, And I think that kind of set me up for a rocky road early in life. Um, And so I think as parents, you know, we can, you can kind of take like a victim mentality and those type of things, or really shift it to a feeling of empowerment where Mm -hmm. we will never have full control over our health. You know, you may have to give your child antibiotics at some point, or maybe you did have to have a C-section. I was born by C-section. Um, but really shifting it to think about, I'm so glad that I've found this information, because now I can improve my situation, I can help my children with this, I can help myself with this. Um, so yeah, I love that. I love that you were talking about kind of how even looking back to childhood, really, that can affect, you know, your health, you know, on into your late life is kind of setting a good foundation in your, in your childhood, but really feeling empowered by the knowledge of, you know, how to build the basic, you know, blood sugar balancing meal, how to feed your family. It's just so incredible for people.
0: Yes. Oh, I love all of this. Um, I really appreciate your perspective and all your expertise. So tell us quickly about, um, we're going to shift, Here, real quick, before we um, have have you tell us where everyone can find you, but um, just tell us a little bit about the legal side of of what you do. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, um, you know, when I like I mentioned when I was getting my nutritional therapy practice up and running, I personally was shocked at the lack of legal resources that were really specifically tailored to the health and wellness space. Um, And I think you know, so many people you know, when they get their health and wellness business running, you can kind of feel that like paralyzed by fear of, you know, making a recommendation that does not go well for someone or just having nowhere to turn in terms of where do I find contracts for this very kind of unique, um, business that I'm in, especially for those of us that practice virtually, it's kind of like a whole different world than if you were to have a brick and mortar practice, um, so that's kind of where we built Dotted Line. So we have legal contract templates. So, you know, we do not offer any legal advice ourselves, but we provide these contract templates to hopefully give people a, you know, really, really good starting point in terms of having this, you know, contract that has been drafted by two attorneys with over 20 years experience practicing business law with entrepreneurs um, to, you know, help them feel confident in their practice. So. We have contract templates for everything from one-on-one coaching to group coaching, courses, memberships. Um, And we really love to provide a lot of legal education too. So really helping, you know, health and wellness professionals feel very empowered in um, that they have the right contracts in place. They're doing the things in their business that they should be doing. And they have a place kind of to turn for all of their everyday questions like, you know, what do I do if my customer or my client wants a refund, or um, you know, maybe this relationship with my client isn't working out well? Like, how do I go about terminating um, our relationship? We get questions like that all the time, so we love kind of being a resource where people can go get education on those type of topics um, and just feel really empowered to go help the people they were meant to help. I think that's. Our ultimate goal is we, you know, Kelly, my business partner, um, is also kind of a health junkie herself. And um, I think we just so value the work that health and wellness professionals are doing. I think the, you know, kind of the health and wellness landscape is changing. We're seeing so many, you know, nutritionists, dietitians, health coaches moving to virtual practice and just reaching more and more people, which is fantastic. And, you know, I'm so excited to kind of continue to see how that industry grows. But having them, you know, be able to feel really confident in what they're doing legally um, is just is great, because I think that's been a big kind of missing piece for a long time.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I went way too long in my practice, I will admit, I'm not having Uh, I, I had like all the release forms and, and the HIPAA and and liability, all that stuff. And I I think I had a greater faith in the people at large as well, but you know, it's just, I think it makes everything so much more clear for both parties, both your client and yourself when you have a contract. So, and yeah, it takes a you know some of that um ambiguousness and anxiety out of the equation as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's um, what you mentioned is a big missing piece of it too, is that it can really improve your client's experience with you because, you have this contract that spells out all of the important terms of working together. Um, You know, if there is ever a question, it's much easier to refer back to the contract than to have to, you know, try to recreate something you may have talked about with them or maybe you didn't even, you know, talk about it, but also, you know, shows your client that you take your business really seriously, really professional, you know, appearance from having a client contract that they see, you know, usually one of the first things they see from you and just kind of sets up that feeling of trust between the two of you, because um, as we know, working with someone on a health journey can be such a personal, you know, look into deep parts of their lives that they may not even share with some of their, you know, friends and family. So I think having that really, really trustworthy foundation, showing them that you take your business seriously, Um, that you really have put effort into making sure they have the best possible experience with you can just set things up to go really, really well in terms of a client relationship perspective
0: too. Yes, 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 yes. Such good stuff. Uh, I'm so happy to have had you here today. Um, Tell everyone where they can find you and, and work with you and find out about your programs and all the good, all the good things.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. I've loved speaking with you. And um, so in terms of my wellness practice, I do take one-on-one clients. That's what I'm working on right now. I'd love to work with both partners going through fertility journeys. Um, and you can find out more about my services at my website, Kristen Um, You can also find me at Instagram under that same name, Kristen L wellness. And then in terms of dotted lines, we are, you can find us at dottedlinesco.com. We have a really great free guide that you can download that goes through kind of our top 15 steps for getting your health and wellness business legally ready. Um, You can find that on our website. And then kind of our signature offering through dotted lines is our legally ready bundle, which has all of our most popular contract templates in it, everything from one-on-one coaching, group coaching, courses, memberships, website policies, all of that good stuff. And then a really big focus of that is education. We have um, template tutorials that go through um, video from either me or Kelly. Um, Every single provision of the contract helps you get really confident on what you need to do to fill those out for your business. And then we have a huge suite of just educational video tutorials um, specifically geared towards health and wellness professionals. We've got a really deep dive on scope of practice, U.S. state nutrition laws. We even talk about legal considerations when using functional lab testing in your practice. Um, So we have really excited and have gotten great feedback on that and just excited to serve this industry in a very specific way each um, way, I think. So um, we'd love for you to check
0: out any of those resources. So everybody go check out Kristen Santamaria and her website and her services, all the things she just said. These will um, be outlined in the show notes on my website, drlaramay.com forward slash podcast. And you can find all the episodes that live there and their show notes and their links. So definitely check them out. Kristen, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been really enlightening and I've loved the conversation. And um, yeah, so thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much. Awesome, everybody. Well, again, check out uh, Kristen's website and all the amazing resources she has available. And we will catch you on the next episode. Bye.